Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches and expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back. It is another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. Our deep dive today is all about electrolytes. Uh, we're talking about the science behind electrolytes, sports performance, and the impact that electrolyte balance can have on your performance, your endurance, uh, strength, recovery, um, brain optimization. And uh, again, another topic that is often overlooked and something that we uh, take very seriously, obviously with my um, biochemistry degree, uh, my master's in molecular cell biology, and then my PhD. And obviously head coach Wade has um, has numerous degrees as well and a uh, master's in sports nutrition, applied sports nutrition. So um, we've also, and obviously we've got dozens of coaches, but um, a number of those also have uh, education at a master's level, uh, as we know. Uh, you know, degrees aren't everything, uh, but it definitely shows our dedication to science, our dedication to application of science and the utilization of that in getting the best out of our students and helping them to perform at the highest level. Um, so electrolytes are an inter interesting one for me because for me, it's definitely not something that gets spoken about enough um, or get implemented enough. I think um, very often athletes or um gym goers uh alike will maybe take some form of electrolytes maybe not generally speaking you'll see a lot of um emphasis on electrolytes for those in endurance sports um be it cycling be it running sometimes rowing um long distance walking etc cycling um and and not as frequent do I see uh, hydration um, and electrolyte balance slash hydration incorporated or um, integrated into, uh, say, performance in the gym-based programs or protocols? Uh, that's something that obviously is is very different uh, for us when it comes to um, the level of detail that we go to with our with our students. Now, of course, as you can imagine, there. Um, you know, students on multiple different journeys, uh, myself and Wade, of course, have um, are putting the, I think we may have a space to maybe three left. Um, I could be out of touch here. Wade's putting our, our master groups together. Um, so uh, our goal, obviously, from the 1st of April is to hand select. We've hand selected uh, some of our, you know, some of our, our students that we're working with already and to take them to the next level um, and take them into kind of like a master group where uh, we can be a little bit more intense we can look at various aspects of their life um, and electrolytes electrolyte balance and digging deeper into their electrolyte profiles is something that we're going to be doing um, at length um, and this is something that i think is definitely overlooked um, so what makes a good uh, well, let's say sports drinks for example now it's not just that it's fluid it's not just this carbohydrate but it's also the electrolyte balance the electrolyte um integration um and that's not just sodium very often it's potassium and uh maybe some other um trace electrolytes 
that can improve or add to recovery, performance, endurance, um, you know, in the in, in the act of, say, going to the gym, running, cycling, whatever it may be. Um, but what parts do they play in, uh, say, hydration, performance, etc.? So predominantly, it is around hydration. And I think it's important that we talk about this separate to hydration because of the um, the balance that you need to have. It's not just about staying hydrated, let's say. Sometimes you need to make sure that your electrolyte balance is, is correct or is optimized. Um, and the reason we do that is because of extracellular and intracellular movements or modalities. Um, you know, for example, uh, say sodium, potassium and chloride ions more than anything um, translocate or uh, uh, are transferred from um, let's say extracellular to intracellular so generally speaking you will have uh, potassium being shuttled intracellular um, and very often you have sodium and and chloride or sodium chlorine um, in different molecules uh, being translocated outside into the extracellular space um, and this is really important. Um, let's say an abnormality in this, in the various concentrations um, of you know these electrolytes, um, will cause a malfunction in homeostasis in the body. Okay, and this can obviously regulate heart, neuronal functions, fluid balance, oxygen delivery, acid-base balance, and you know various other um, bits and pieces that will that will happen in your body. So. Electrolyte disturbance, believe it or not, is actually involved in many disease processes. Um, although sometimes we don't realize that it really is, um, say, the causes, the severity, the treatment, and the outcomes of a lot of these disturbances can vastly differ um, depending on obviously whatever the electrolyte in, in question is. Um, obviously, most uh, of, of the serious electrolyte disturbances involve normalities in, as I mentioned, sodium, potassium, or calcium, even, um, you know, other electropalance. For example, um, you know, when it comes to, say, uh, kidneys, um, making sure that you have the appropriate fluid and electrolyte balance in and out of your body um, and various different stresses. Um, if we look at things like chronic laxative abuse or severe diarrhea, vomiting, they can obviously lead to dehydration and, and poor um, electrolyte balance. Um, so very often people suffering from, say, malnutrition and those who are maybe um, not... Uh, taking their nutrition as seriously or have a poor relationship with food um, are especially at risk when it comes to, uh, you know, improving electrolyte balance. Now, if this is the case, you can imagine, you know, there are some severe electrolyte imbalances that must be, you know, treated exceptionally carefully um, because there are risks of overcorrecting too quickly. Um, and obviously that can cause, um, you know, brain herniation, uh, refeeding syndrome, um, even things like arthre- arthremias, um, obviously, this depends on which of these imbalances it is. Um, but the general function of electrolytes, as I mentioned, is the movement in and out of cells, uh, especially nerve, heart and muscle cells. Now, they're quite important for what we were discussing. Um, and very often they maintain the voltage, uh, cellular voltage across the intracellular space between cell membranes. Um Obviously, various different electrolytes have different functions, um, you know, within the cell, and that will depend on the electrolyte itself. Um, you know, important ones will obviously be electrical impulses between cells. Um, but as we mentioned, things like the kidney, 
um, that works overdrive to try and regulate this and as you will see during a period of time if people are getting older or let's say people are abusing um, various different either performance enhancing or recreational drugs um, their ability to regulate their obviously this with their kidneys um, becomes a little bit more challenging um, you know, as you can imagine and for example during heavy exercise electrolytes are lost in sweat as we know uh, particularly in, in the form of sodium potassium etc um, but generally speaking making sure and as you can imagine as you get older this becomes a little bit more challenging um you know and the obviously the treatment of electrolyte imbalance depends on specific electrolytes as we know um but very often when we see students come to us who are maybe 40s 50s 60s which is the vast majority of our students um you know they already have uh, potentially uh, challenges with their kidneys anyway um, and it's even more important that we're optimizing uh, their hydration their recovery their renal function renal being uh, the kidney function um, and making sure that um, their electrolyte balances are, are on point now obviously as i mentioned sodium being the most important one um, you know it's, it's the most abundant electrolyte in the blood you know sodium and obviously the homeostasis of the of the human body is highly dependent on fluids um obviously the the human body is 60 per every time i hear that percentage it's different um is is vastly made up of water um so you have what's called the ecf and the icf the extracellular fluid i.e outside and the intracellular fluid icf um obviously as i mentioned already the majority of the sodium in the body is ex Extracellular, um, so it's in the outside, whereas the others are normally inside or within the cell. Now, this voltage or movement or movement of water um, is massively dependent on your body's ability to uh, regulate this. You know, um, you have what's called hypernatremia, and you've got hyponatremia, which is let's say um, uh, too high of a concentration of sodium in the blood or um, you know a significant decrease in the amount of sodium in the blood and obviously this needs to be you're not going to go into the specific diseases um, you guys can look at that in your own time but um, and you have things like the same with potassium you know if you uh, I think it's called hyperkalemia and hypokalemia um, are uh, potassium um, say uh, obviously too much or, or too little um potassium um in and, and calcium of course is hypercalcemia um and hypocalcemia and and these are obviously too much too little um you know will have a have 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 serious implications um obviously trace uh electrolytes would be things like magnesium chloride um you know and obviously various different dietary uh, sources um so where would you find the vast majority of sodium obviously things like breads soup cheeses um snacks and you know obviously the amount, the amount of stuff that we have nowadays that has a huge amount of sodium is significant um obviously you know they're generally good sources of sodium um good sources of potassium apples apricots uh, potatoes believe it or not bananas dates squash things like that um good sources of calcium uh, very often uh, a lot of uh, dairy um, so yogurt cheese milk tofu etc magnesium um, you've got dark leafy greens we've got beans fortified cereals nuts 
um, as you can imagine. So making sure that we have a good balance of these um, and at least that we're aware, right? So if you have something, uh, we're all looking for, and th these are various different uh, salt concentration terms, but you've like isotonic, so you've all heard of an isotonic sports drink. So you've got isotonic, hypotonic, and hypertonic. Um, and obviously depending on the uh, you know the specific balance of, uh, of of electrolytes and the movement of water um, you know as you can imagine if you have something that's uh, let's say hypertonic um, you know things like uh, uh, for example a, a red blood cell uh, you know you want to try and go to an isotonic solution uh, which is what you what you're hoping your blood will be which is more normal um, if you have a hypotonic that's obviously um, uh let's say a lack of uh a, a lack of of electrolytes a lack of sodium um and you know that will have a serious implication on red blood cells you can have hypertonic solutions which will cause the uh the red blood cell to shrink um, and that's called crenation you want to try and avoid these um and you know in terms of like a red blood cell uh, a hypotonic will cause it to burst and almost explode uh, the hypertonic will cause the red blood cell to kind of shrivel up. Um, and if you look at normal cells, um, let's say say plant cells, for example, the exact same thing happens. Uh, and this is just due to osmosis, osmolarity. Uh, for those of you who've done uh, chemistry, um, you know, looking at the uh, the benefit of um, you know optimizing blood, optimizing blood flow and uh, trying to get the most out of not just your red blood cells but you know various different aspects of um of let's say muscle cells like we said before the vast majority of uh, transfers um or or you know the translocation of uh, of movements will come from you would say um muscle cells generally but but also if you look at say neuronal cells um, a lot of those will be uh, dictated by um, let's say changes in electropotential or potential difference in currents on a physiological chemical level um, you know we're not going to go into the ridiculous specifics but I think it's important that you guys are are aware of that um, you know and what I say is people will ask me so what foods will generally help replenish electrolytes um, and of course it will depend but we strategically put a lot of these into our, our, our nutritional programs for that reason spinach avocados um, wild-caught salmon even uh, coconut water bananas etc uh, butternut squash raisins right so um, a lot of these are are, are really good um, healthy foods in general um, but you don't want to be restricting yourself to um you know to the same foods all of the time especially if you're lacking some you know vitamins minerals um you know and you've got things like juices so uh, you know we have some some awesome re recipes um where you have like celery apple lemon um, and obviously you can integrate some baking soda sea salt a bit of maple syrup um coconut water chia seeds um, you know, depending on where you're at with your diet, of course, there'll be times where you're maybe cutting out some of the calories in that at the same time. Um, but I think, you know, trying to 
maximize the uh, the performance that you will have because we know that you know if you can make sure that your electrolyte balance is on point you will stay hydrated for longer you will recover better and the truth is this if you uh, interesting story obviously i got my blood uh, taken for my residency out here they obviously needed to make sure that i was healthy and um and even you know hydrating efficiently prior to a blood test um will have you know a significant improvement on uh you know your your ability to not faint um you know if you look at say syncope which is fainting it's a the scientific term is called syncope you've got a uh let's say vasovagal syncope is generally what happens for most people when they faint giving blood so vaso is obviously uh, vasodilation um and then the vagus is obviously your vagus nerve um what happens there is that your brain um it's not actually that you panic it's normally that you panic and your body swings one way reduce, uh, uh, releases adrenaline um and you get into you, you get immediate high blood pressure and blood only gets uh gets removed from your extremities and is kept within your say core bodily functions your brain and your heart and what happens then is your body actually tries to just like that corrects and swings back the other way and all of a sudden woof you get an immediate uh, correction that is too much and what happens then is instead of high blood pressure you get extremely low blood pressure and the blood drops from your head um, and your uh, your ability to keep uh, blood pooling in your in your brain decreases and due to a decrease in oxygenation uh, of the blood in your brain or uh, a decrease in 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 blood flow to the brain you end up um, losing consciousness and that's exactly what happens when um, when you when you faint so that's called uh, vasovagal syncope but i was able to and, and normally i'm crazy believe it or not um you know my phd was in blood it was in leukemia even though i am very used to being in the blood in, in in the room when the phlebotomist is taking blood samples i was you know dealing with blood samples my whole phd when it is my own um my brain goes into this vasovagal syncope um but i was actually able to control it very well this time and i had no issues um so if you're if you're out there listening um the hydration of your blood prior to um prior to let's say a scenario like that where you're giving blood will have an impact on the uh, as i said uh, say isotonic you can have hyper or hypotonic blood um, and that will keep your blood pressure in a in a specific range uh, that will you know for some of you you may faint a little bit too much some of you will have high blood pressure some of you will have low blood, uh, blood pressure and making sure that you can optimize that is is huge but that's massive for performance too you know it, it that's massive for regulating performance recovery um you know metabolism water is the most important thing in your body and if without efficient electrolytes your there's no point drinking an enormous amount of water because it's not being utilized efficiently if your electrolyte balance is poor so I know this is a bit short, it's a bit simple, but um, it's to the point. Hopefully you'll grab some science from this 
um, hopefully you'll take a little bit more on board in relation to your uh, your electrolyte or your electrolyte balance um, and then going forward obviously I would love to hear a little bit more about what you guys are doing uh, with your electrolyte formulas or if there's any amazing tips that you can give the best place you can go to either get some of those tips or give some of those tips is to click the link below and jump into our Facebook group um, where not only us but our obviously all of our coaches and our amazing students are giving out amazing value and if you have value to give we would absolutely love to hear it um, it's absolutely free you can jump inside that the facebook group and obviously any questions that you guys have you can either message me or wade or any of the other coaches directly um, get stuck in jump in there there's I think four or five maybe six thousand people in there now um, you know all adding value this is where we put all of our downloads absolutely free where we put all of our exercise execution videos where we put a lot of our coursework um, we put a lot of our free webinars so if you're not in there you're missing out get in there um, and uh, of course we'll see you guys in the next deep dive as always I'm going to leave you with the same quote that I leave you make the most of today you will not get this day again peace guys as always there are multiple ways that you can get cover model ready or get that cover model body of your dreams absolutely for free with us uh, the first is of course by clicking the link below you can get started you can download one of our guides be it a training nutritional guide um, we have multiple to choose from uh, secondly you can join our free training support group this is on facebook uh, where we do lives I record a lot of these episodes in there as you guys have seen and uh, we add a huge amount of exercise execution video content in there tips tricks downloads um, and it's a great community now with nearly four five six thousand people um, that are all coming together that have the same positive uh, goals um, you know over let's say the next one to two years our plan is to help tens of thousands of people for free in that group and we would love you to be a part of it uh, last but not least, um, you also have the ability to book a free strategy call with myself and my team. Um, this we you know used to sell these on the website for anything from 500, 600 pounds a go. Um, this is basically a brainstorm where we sit down with you and we talk you through the exact roadblocks that you have ahead of you, the challenges that you've been facing, and really map out um, you know what the next six to nine months, even twelve months looks like for you. Um, I can't stress this is not a sales call. This is nothing about our program. This is very much about you as a thank you, first and foremost, listening to the podcast. And secondly, we see so much value in adding so much um, applicable knowledge, knowing that you guys are going to go away and kill it. Um, and of course, you know, some of you guys see the value of that call and go, wow, you know what? It makes absolute sense. I would love some help, and that's great. Um, but first and foremost, it's a give. Um, whatever you guys are doing i hope you're staying safe thank you so much for listening to the podcast you guys know this is a you know uh, the biggest guilty pleasure that i have and i love being able to impact as many views i absolutely can on a weekly basis peace